Welcome to the Restore More podcast, where real women share real stories of what God has done in their lives and in their marriages. We're so glad that you've joined us today. Sit back and enjoy the show. We are here today with my special guest, Lily, from Proverbs2426.com. She is a Christian life coach who helps women to date deliberately, court with confidence, and pursue marriage. We're so excited to have you with us today, Lily. How are you? I'm wonderful. Thank you for having me. Uh, Well, we're so glad to have you, and we're really looking forward to hearing more about you and some of the work that you do. Um, So I would like to first first off find out a little bit more about what you do and how you got started in this business. So could you tell us a little bit about your coaching business and what exactly it is that got you started? Yeah, well, it started from officially about three, four years ago almost. Uh, I was at home. My youngest baby had just been born and I wanted to do something to serve the community in a way that felt really authentic. And I didn't quite know what that was originally, but I knew I loved writing and I knew I had all these ideas that would help people. And I started by just blogging. And I did that for a long time before I really knew what my like niche was going to be or anything but i knew that if i just started talking and learning about the people i could reach that god would kind of show me where to take that but it had always been a dream of mine to be able to create something from home so that i could be at home with my own children and help support my family. And coaching and writing really came into my life at the right time. And it gave me an opportunity to explore entrepreneurship in a way that felt really in alignment with what I consider to be truly important in this life in terms of relationships and creating healthy families and healthy homes for the next generation how I came into my business is very similar, you know, just again, stay at home mom, trying to find the right thing, trying to find something where I could work from home. Um, But at the same time that I felt really passionate about and that I, you know, felt like God was calling me to. And, and that was how I found coaching as well. Started out doing writing, blogging, and then I kind of came into coaching myself and, um, and it's been great. So I, I love that we're both, you know, we both found that same, Thing, but yet we're both kind of doing different things with it, which is neat too. I think for both of us, you know, looking through your blog and your website, um, how I love that you you said that one of your things that you focus on is um, to help prevent women from getting divorced, and that that's one of your goals, and which is also one of my goals on my um, on my website and through what I'm doing. But we're both going about it in two really different ways, which is kind of neat. Um, where I'm focusing on women who are already married and sort of having some struggles in their marriage, your focus is a lot about women um, preparing to find the, the spouse that God has for them and sort of searching for a godly man. So your approach is to sort of um, reach women before they're married, which is amazing, 
and to help them to find that right person that God has for them so that down the road, they don't come into the problems that a lot of the people that I'm coaching and that I'm working with are having, you know what I mean? So that's that's a really neat concept. I love how you, um, you know, are, are focusing on that and trying to help women out before they're even married, you know, before they even get to that point. So how did you kind of realize that that was the branch that you wanted to go with, you know, it was to help coach women who are searching for a, a godly spouse and to help them to get, you know, that person that God has planned for them so that they can come into a marriage in the right place and and start their marriage off right. How did you kind of realize that that was what you wanted to focus on? Well, at some point, someone gave me some really good advice that when you're trying to think about what you really want to do, ask yourself what upsets you. And for me, divorce. I think divorce is just devastating. My family yeah. was, you know, a dysfunctional family. My parents went through a divorce. I ended up marrying my high school sweetheart like my first year of university, right out of high school. And we lived together for a few months and we got divorced. And not very many people know that about me, but I think it's so important to really do the work up front because when you really want to get married, there can be so much pressure that you put on yourself. And there's two lanes that I see people get into. It's either the fast lane where you're rushing towards marriage and it becomes very desperate and it's very clingy and it's like this needy, unhealthy energy going into marriage. Right. Alternatively, I see a lot of women going through the waiting game and they're not taking any action and they're starting to get bitter and frustrated and waiting for God to do something. And it's my opinion that marriage is not something that happens to you. Marriage is something that we co-create with Christ, that we follow the Holy Spirit, but it's in taking action that we create the result of having a healthy, thriving marriage. And those actions need to be fueled by the fruit of the Holy Spirit. We need to be fueled with love and joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. And we need to be fueling ourselves and our actions from the beginning with that kind of energy rather than that like uh, anxious bitterness and all that stuff yeah. so for me it was yeah, really about like how do I I asked God this question I really felt God saying to me like help prevent divorce like the the state of Christian marriages is embarrassing <laughs> frankly. And, and when I like asked and I, I leaned into that question, I found the truth about myself. Like I was not prepared for my first marriage. And if I had been, I never would have gotten into that marriage because I went into it from this place of like, I want to make my mom happy. I want people to get off my back. I want to, you know, be able to indulge my desires for sex and stuff without the guilt and shame. So let me just get married and then I'll figure it all out after that, which is a very 
immature and i was 19 at the time so of course it was immature but you know sometimes we carry those those thoughts with us later in our years and they're still we don't challenge them and so they still operate in the back of our mind and and drive us at an unnecessary pace so i really wanted to help people get healthy in their own spirit and in their own mind first and foremost so that they can show up in the world and look for love in a way that is calm is grounded is christ-centered and and build from that foundation i love that well you know that's great and i think that you know something that you said really struck me is that kind of like with other things that in our life we want you know we want say if we want God to provide something for us, you know, he, we want him to provide for us financially. Obviously we trust God that he's going to provide for us, but at the same time, we don't just sit back and say, I'm going to wait for, you know, the money to fall in my lap. You know, we take the opportunities that God puts before us to work and to, you know, to do the different things that we would need to do in order to become financially, you know, taken care of and provided for. So it's kind of a similar idea of what you're saying is that, you know, we can say as a woman, you could say, I would like to find a godly husband, but then you don't just sit back and say, oh, God's going to throw somebody in my way. You know, there is sort of this idea where you have to, you know, that you're bringing that you have to kind of pursue that too. You can't just say, God's going to send somebody and I'm just going to leave it at that. I mean, and there are a lot of women, I think you're right, who they do fall into one of those two categories where they're either moving forward and kind of ignoring some of those red flags and those signs that maybe this isn't a good relationship or they're sort of coming to that point where they're just sitting back and saying like, God's going to handle it. I don't have to do anything. And it's like, yes, God is going to provide for you ultimately. But at the same time, you need to be pursuing things a little bit on your end too so it's i love that concept and that idea that you're you know pointing out there is that that god will provide the things that we need and he will provide for us but at the same time you know we can be actively doing our part and and you know trying to find what it is that god wants us to do in that process so one of the ways that you um that you help women to find the right person for them is you have these different things like courting with confidence, dating deliberately. So tell us a little bit about what what those things are and how how do you court with confidence and date deliberately and you know how do you go about that? Yeah. Well, I want to just quickly add like I was just teaching my students the other day there are some things that should go on your to-do list. There are some things that God expects us to do in order to create any given result. And then there are things that got, have to go on God's to-do list, right? So if we take this to a, like a mm. farming metaphor, it's the farmer's job to go and plant the seeds. It's on his to-do list to, you know, go and weed the garden and, and prepare the soil. But we can put make the sunshine on God's to-do list. And so with relationships and with dating, you know, it's our job to make sure that we show up in the world prepared for the relationship. We we need to be fully aware of what goes into a good relationship, what makes a healthy relationship, and are we there yet? Because sometimes we, we 
have ideas about ourselves like we think we're amazing but the truth of the matter yeah. is that relationships require a lot of skill it's really technical skills communication skills listening skills um the the ability to empathize empathize with somebody else those are skills that we can practice and develop so when i talk about dating deliberately i'm talking about showing up with the intention of practicing those skills because the truth is you're probably not going to marry the next guy who asks you out for coffee but that coffee date is an opportunity to practice listening skills it's a opportunity to practice showing up and being the best version of yourself and being honest about what you want and what you're looking for and what you have to offer a relationship and then courting with confidence for me it's taking that relationship once you like establish that there is some attraction and there is interest then taking it to the next level and saying we're not just in this relationship to experiment we are here with the intention the expressed intention where we've both verbally agreed that the purpose of this relationship is to pursue marriage so that nobody ambiguous about it we're not like like I think it's cute that we some people expect to be surprised by engagement but the reality is that engagement and and the idea of getting married needs to be it doesn't need to be the first question you ask by any means but it needs to be a known thing very early in the relationship because when a guy says he's not interested yeah. in getting married we need to believe him like he's just not so yeah. don't don't expend all that energy and that heartache on a a person who does not want to give you what you want. So we got to be really honest about what we want, be able to express that and then find somebody who wants that as well so we can pursue it together intentionally. I love that. That's a really great um a really great point that you made about that. Um so now I wanted to ask you um I've been looking over your website and I love everything you have on there so much great information resources different things it's proverbs2426.com so why that name what what was it that you know had you choose that verse obviously it's a verse from proverbs um so tell us a little bit about that verse and why you chose that as your as your website and your well, you know the name Well one of my core values is are love and truth and i think that love and truth create freedom and so when i was thinking about what i wanted to create in the online world i wanted to offer advice and i wanted it to be very very truthful i wanted it to be backed by biblical principles and i wanted it to so the verse is an honest answer is like a kiss on the lips And for me that really like was what advice should be in a nutshell. An honest answer, the advice you give, the coaching I give should be like a kiss on the lips. And in that sense it should be from somebody you trust. It should be uh intimate. It should be warm. It should be well received. It should be gentle. Like we want to Sometimes I think in the big scope of Christianity sometimes we try to beat people with the truth and it doesn't go over so well. So I wanted to offer truth that is it 
it's deep. You know, I call sin, sin, and I encourage people to live in integrity, but I do it from a place of love and gentleness with full knowledge that we all get to make our own decisions. And here's what's available. I think when we provide advice and wisdom from a place of love and generosity, we're creating so many more options for people and, and that truth is freedom. So that's why I chose that verse as the, the core of what I choose to do in my coaching practice. Oh, that's nice. I like that. That's a really great, you know, a great thought about that honesty. I love that. And just being really open and honest and, you know, having that trust between you and your students. That's, that's lovely. Um, so let me ask you, what do you think, what do you think is probably one of the most difficult things in today's society, in today's, you know, dating scene um, about finding the right mate, especially I think for Christians, because it's, it's very difficult. I would think, I mean, I've been married for 14 years, so I've been out of the dating scene for a very long time, but I have a lot of friends and, and things that are still kind of there. And what do you think is the most difficult thing that they would come across or that they would have to deal with in today's society, you know, being a single woman, trying to find the right guy, wanting to settle down, sort of having that desire to be married and have a family. Um, what do you think is the the biggest thing that they're up against, you know, when they're trying to find that? I think the hardest thing is trusting yourself. I really find that mm. we, we struggle to pay attention to the still small voice within us and all of the like scared and fearful thoughts can really bombard us. And it's hard to settle all of the thoughts and feelings down and truly listen to what we know to be true. And, and part of the reason why it's so hard to trust ourselves is because we see ourselves through the lens of our past and all of the mistakes we've made and all of the problems we've had and all of the rejections we've faced. And we take that past and we just kind of like smear it all over our future, right? And so we, mm. we believe that the things That's that true. happened in the past are obviously going to happen to us again. And so we get really scared. But when we can know who we are in Christ and we can trust that Christ is within us and therefore all of the answers we're looking for are inside of us, then we can really begin to take one step after another in faith, trusting that even if I experience heartbreak or even if this doesn't go exactly the way I wanted it to, God still got me. Like, I'm going to be okay. The worst thing that's possibly going to happen to me is a feeling and if we know that, then we can learn that we can manage our feelings. Our feelings aren't going to kill us, that they're just they're just happening and we can embrace them and we can settle into them. We can allow for them rather than going through life trying not to get hurt because it doesn't work. We're going to experience pain. We're going to re experience rejection. So we might as well experience those painful things on the way to 
achieving our God-given desires. Yeah, well, that's good. That's true. And I think it's really important to, I mean, I'm a big advocate of learning from your past and learning from your mistakes and not, you know, not dragging them into your future, but like also remembering what you went through and just like learning from it and growing from it and, you know, allowing God to use that to yes. change you into something else. You know what I mean? So I definitely, I agree with what you're saying. And I think that's, that's very true. I think a lot of times we have this tendency to be right. like chained to our past, you know, and to let that hold us back from moving forward because we're so afraid of making a mistake again or of those things following us into a new relationship or whatever it might be. So yeah, I mean, that's a very good point. Um, and I think you're right. It's, it's something we need to, you know, to learn from it, learn from our past, learn from our maybe mistakes or different things, but at the same time to leave them in the past and to move forward. So that is great advice. Um, so now you have developed this amazing course. You've been gracious enough to let me view that and to sort of see what that's all about. Can you tell us a little bit about this course that you've developed for um, Christian women who are in, you know, looking for the one and who are dating? Um, tell us a little bit about your course and what can women expect from it? And, you know, what, what do you have to offer them through so this course? So my course is called Ready for the One, and it's designed to help you. First of all, I teach a framework that helps you make really good decisions. So I teach women to ask themselves, like, when you have to make a hard choice, and if you're going to pursue marriage, you're going to have to make a lot of hard choices about, am I going to continue seeing this guy? Do I want to do this? Do I not want to do that? So I offer a framework that's very simple. And so it goes, is this good for me? And when I'm thinking about that, I'm thinking not just about in the moment, but I'm thinking about, is this good for me in light of my relationship with God and who I am as a, a daughter of the Most High King? And then I'm asking myself, is this good for me in light of eternity? And that kind of helps me get a better perspective on the decision I'm about to make. Because sometimes we feel so much pressure from the present moment, we forget to look at what it looks like from a heavenly perspective. And then I ask, does this bring glory to God? Does this decision, if I go this way, does that decision bring glory to God? And that's just one example of one of the tools that I teach throughout this course. So I offer a lot of different tools to help you understand and manage your own mind. And primarily we're looking at how do you adopt the mind of Christ so that you can experience the fruit of the Holy Spirit in your life, the love, joy, peace, patience, etc. So that that is what's fueling you in your pursuit of marriage. And so I provide a lot of tools and reflect material daily devotional work that you do throughout the course um, and and examples so that you can really do the work up front to prepare that 
solid foundation, first with yourself and your relationship with God first, and then with your yourself, your own relationship with yourself so that you trust yourself, so that you know how to make good decisions, so that you get comfortable and then practice it, put it into practice, put yourself out there, be intentional about it. And then I provide a community of women who are talking about what they're learning behind the scenes. We all get into the Marco Polo app and ask questions and I share my thoughts and they talk to each other, they encourage each other. Because sometimes we can, I find a lot of Christian women they surround themselves with other single women who are discouraged and they're feeding off the negativity and they're all encouraging each other saying like, there are no good guys left out there. They're all like this, they're all like that. And that just is this negative echo chamber that is hard to break out of. And so this community is, they're all women from such a wide variety. We have 28 year old virgin, virgins and we have a 46 year old widow with 11 kids such a diversity of women but they're all pursuing their god-given desire for marriage they're owning that that is their desire and they're moving forward and they're taking action intentionally they're embracing the fact that yeah i'm probably going to get rejected a few times on this path but it's still worth it i know that God has put this desire in my heart and I'm going to take these tools and I'm going to apply them in my life so that I can achieve that desire God has put in my heart. Yeah. Wow. That's great. That's great. And I think I love what you said about, you know, before you can really go out there and put yourself out there and date, I totally agree that you need to be in the right place with God, you need to have your relationship with God be in order. Because if you are kind of wishy-washy on with your relationship with God, you're gonna, you're gonna like, not stick and adhere to your values, right? You're gonna kind of be swayed one way or another, you're gonna be able, you're gonna be a lot more likely to say, Oh, that's not really what I want. But he's, he's good looking, and he has a good job and this and that right instead of really focusing on no this isn't what i want because this is not what a man of god looks like and then i like what you said also you know about knowing yourself and who you are and being confident in yourself because again if you're gonna go into a relationship looking for that that man to complete you or make you feel worthy your your relationship's gonna fail you know that's that's a given because no one else is going to make you feel you know, wonderful about yourself 100% of the time. While you're dating, it might be great. You know, he might tell you all the right things, but if down the road at some point, he's going to let you down. And if you're just putting all your value on, based on someone else, that's a dangerous place to be, right? So, I mean, I think that knowing who you are in Christ, knowing who you are and what you want, um, and then bringing that into you know, a dating situation is so key. And I love that you're offering this through your course and helping women to figure out how to do those things because you can know what you need to do, but sometimes knowing what you have to do and being able to actually do it and put it into practice are two very different things. So your course, you know, is helping women to not only know, okay, these are the steps I have to take, 
but also kind of showing them and guiding them to say, okay, and here's how you can get from point A to point B. You know what you need to do, but now we're going to actually apply that. So that's great. And really, I would think very helpful for any women, any of the women who are trying to find a spouse, you know, and to date confidently and deliberately, like you said. Um, so I would think that this would be a really beneficial course to anyone who is a single woman, like you said, from any walk of life, whether they're, you know, in their early 20s, whether they're, um, I love how, you know, how you said you have such a different range of women in the group and having that support, I would think is just really a wonderful thing to have when you're in that situation and having that community that you're offering them because you know, like they say, um, misery loves company. So yes, of course, there are a lot of women who are single or who are dating and they're, they're going to be drawn to other people who are in the same boat. And of course, they're going to sit there like, oh, this guy was awful. There's no one good out here, you know, like you said. But I think it's really important to say, listen, there are good men out there. There are good quality potential, you know, partners out there. It's just a matter of finding that right person and and finding that person that God has chosen for you. So I think what you're doing is just such a, a great um, a great tool that you're offering for women who are dating, who are trying to find the right person that God has for them. And um, I think that your course, I would totally recommend to anybody who is dating, any woman who is looking for that man that God has chosen for them. This course is gonna help you. It's gonna walk you through it, the steps that you can take to actually find that person. Not like we said before, not just sit back and say, oh, I know God's gonna take care of it, but to say, God's gonna take care of it and here's what I'm gonna do to try yeah. to make that happen, right? So now give us some of your best um, relationship advice? What would be some good advice that you have when it comes to starting a relationship and being in a relationship? You need to take the time and invest that time to know yourself. And I actually have, if it's okay, I've got a free program where we focus on identifying your core values yes. And what you want to offer in a relationship so that you're prepared to really come to the relationship, not eager to get something, but ready to give something. Because what you were saying a little bit earlier about, you know, we, we want somebody to come and make us feel better. And it's a crazy idea. Think about the fact that God's love for you is 100% unconditional happening 24 seven. Like he doesn't stop loving us. And yet how often do we really feel loved? Right. So regardless of how much somebody loves you, mm, if point. you don't know how to receive that love, if you don't know how to cultivate the feeling of love on purpose from knowing the truth, then even if an amazing guy comes along and he just adores you and cherishes you and wants everything for you, if you don't really love yourself, if he likes you more than you like you, you're going to have a problem. So I've got this free course. It's That's at Proverbs2426.com slash start. And I teach women the basics of self-love from 
knowing your identity in Christ. So it's a free three-part mini series where we talk about how do you know who you are in Christ, really appreciate how amazing you are as, you know, a, a unique creation from heaven. And then how do you take that, know your true values, and then share mm. that with the intention of bringing it into a romantic relationship? So in your opinion, do you think it's more important to um, to put the time and work in before you're married? Or would you say that it is just as important to, you know, put a lot of time and effort into your relationship after you're married? What do you think is is the key to a successful relationship? We need both sides of it. We need the prep work up front and then we need the maintenance all along the way. Like it's it our relationships are such an important investment. We can't, you know, begin it and then leave it. We have to maintain it throughout our lifetime. And so just investing in your marriage from beginning to end is critical and it, it requires time. It requires effort. It requires vulnerability and courage. And sometimes those things don't feel good, but they are so rewarding in the end. Well, we are going to have all of Lily's links up on our page. So please check them out and get in touch with Lily and see all the different things that she has to offer, especially if you are a single woman who is looking for that special Christian man.